Continuing with the Gemara on Samachayim Rebbeiz Yudvamas and Mishnah. Start with the Mishnah. We'll go in Mishnah to the end of the parrot today. To the top of Samachayim Rebbeiz The Mishnah here is talking about the Mitzvah Puribu. It's the third Mishnah in a row in the parrot talking about Puribu. The context of the Mishnah is that we had a Mishnah a couple of Mishnahs ago about how many children, how many children a person should have in order to be Makayim the Mitzvah, is it two boys, or is it a boy and a girl, and so on. The Bryce spoke, Bryce is the Gemara, get more opinions about that. Then the next mission after that was, was is the last mission we did about if a person didn't have children and it, and it was 10 years, then he should try to have children and he should not give up. In Rasha and Levato, he can't be Levato. The Bryce said he should divorce her, give a Ksuba, and try again and marry someone else. And then we had to get into the whole discussion of how many times creates a Chazaka. Um, of of uh, in not just in this case but in other cases of chazaka, and now the mission is going to talk about who is mitzvah, who is the mitzvah on. Says the Tanakama, the first opinion of the Mishnah, the man is commanded on on mitzvah being fruitful and multiplying, but not the woman. In other words, the woman does not have the mitzvah; it's only a mitzvah for the man. Rabbi Yochum Rebbe says on both of them, both the man and the woman, it says that Hashem blessed them, and He said to them, "Purivu." The pasuk is in the beginning of Gracious in Parak Aleph, before it talks about Adam and Chava, the creation of Adam and Chava in Parak Aleph, which simply is talking about uh, that Hashem created on the sixth day uh, Zachar Nekeva. He created Zachar Nekeva, and it says that He blessed them, and He said "Purivu." So the the Purivu is plural. You should both be fruitful and multiply. So it's referring to the Zachar and the Keva. So Rabbi Yochum Baruch says that the mitzvah is actually on both. So mitzvah on both man and woman. That's the Machlokas Rashi says, The Gemara will explain the reason why the woman is not commanded, according to Tanakama. Says the Gemara, What is the source? By asking on the Tanakama, Rabbi Yochum Baruch says his source is from the Pasuk of Peru or Avu, so, what's the source of the Tanakhama? I'm Rabbi Allah, Mishun Rabbi Allah, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Allah says the name of Rabbi Allah, the son of Rabbi Shimon. The exact same pasuk which Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka quoted, that says, it then says right afterwards, and fill the land, and conquer it. So, the command includes and, and, and populating the earth and conquering it, and it's the derech, it's the way of a man to conquer. It's not the way of a woman to to conquer. It's not the man is more aggressive, I guess we would say, and therefore it's his derech, it's his tendency to try to conquer things, and it's not the woman's tendency to try to conquer. So therefore, pluribu is is being modified that even though it says pluribu plural. It's being modified by the Chivshuha, which is the the description of, of Kibush, of conquering, and therefore it only applies to a man. Says the Gemara, Gemara asks, Adrabah, just the opposite, the Chivshuha, Tati Mashma. The Chivshuha is plural, it implies two. Just like Peru is plural and Ravu is plural, Chivshuha is also plural. So it would, it just opposite, it would imply that. that over here, both both the man and woman are being described as being conquerors and, and taking over the land. So what's the proof? Rav Nachman Yitzchak, the Chavshah Ksiv, Rav Nachman Yitzchak answers, the Pasuk is written in the Chavshah, even though 
we read it with Yeshua, it's a Kriya Kseh, we read it with the U, with Yeshua, and they, they should conquer it, but it's written without a Vav, and if with, without a Vav, then the word V'chavsha would mean and conquer it, and then it's referring to singular, and then if it's referring to singular, we can go back to the uh, idea that we said before, that the, it's singular because it's the way of a man to conquer, and it's not the way of a woman to conquer. So that is the first answer of the source of Tanakama, it's from the Pasuk of V'chivshua, the, which is read, which is written in the and it's a derech of the man to conquer. That's why it says mitzvah only. Rav Yosef Yosef says from here, Ani kel shakai pray rebe. Pasuk is said to uh, Yaakov Avinu, Hashem is giving a a tzivoy of sorts to Yaakov after Yaakov comes back from Lavan, and he act, this is when Hashem changes his name from Yaakov to Yisrael. And he says in that same context, I am Hashem, it's singular, pray or vey means be fruitful and, mul- and multiply, it's, it's in the singular tense, as opposed to pru or vu, which is plural. There'll be nations coming from you. This is a command. So Rashi says, I'm sorry, the Gemara says, it doesn't say pru or vu, which is plural, so that would be a simple source that it's, it's um, let's see what, on the man. That, those are the two opinions for sources from the Torah for the Tanakhama. The Amar, Rabbi Allah, Mishum, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon. And we, now that we mentioned something that Rabbi Allah said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, we, we mentioned another thing that Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Allah said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, even though it has nothing to do with the discussion of the Mitzvah Purvu. It's just another thing that he said, and it's the style of the Gemara to do this, that we bring another teaching that the same person said in the, in the name of the same person. So, just as there's a mitzvah on a person to say something that is going to be heard and accepted, so too there's a mitzvah on a person not to say something which will not be heard. Rashi says what this means, to say something that it will be heard, that says uh, you should rebuke. A person has a mitzvah of a mitzvah to rebuke a mitzvah. To admonish someone, if, some, if you see someone doing something wrong, then there's a mitzvah to admonish them. But Rashi adds that to rebuke someone who is going to receive it, who is going to accept it from him. So it sounds like Rashi is, is Rashi is not just quoting the pasuk to he's adding the words that there's a mitzvah to rebuke someone who is going to accept it. So it sounds like Rashi learns it from the double language of it says twice the same. Rebuke, surely rebuke, so it's referring to someone who's going to accept the rebuke. And that would be the idea of the source for what Rashi is giving the source, that it's a mitzvah to say rebuke to, as long as it's going to be heard, and that's and it's also a mitzvah not to say rebuke if it won't be heard. Rabbi Ava argues, says, Chova, it's an, it's an obligation. He says, not just it's not just a mitzvah, uh, that if you do it, you fulfill mitzvah, if you don't do it, you don't fulfill mitzvah, it's an obligation. It's an obligation to to give tochacha, and it's an obligation to not give tochacha when it's um, when it's not the right person to who's, the person is not going to accept it. Shneimer says, "Al tochach leitz pen yisnaecha." Don't give rebuke to a mocker, someone who doesn't take things seriously. Maybe he'll hate you. Hochach lechacham ve'yahaveka. Give rebuke to a wise man; he will love you. So he said he earns and understands that Pasuk and Mishlei as being a, a commandment. Don't give 
So if you so not giving tochacha is not just that it's not a, it's a mitzvah not to give to not to give tochacha to a, a leitz, but it's a command that you're obligated not to give tochacha to a leitz because of this issue. Maybe he'll, it'll backfire. He'll hate you. It'll be detrimental, counterproductive. And now we have another third statement from Rabbi Allah in the name of Rabbi Shimon. It's permitted for a person to literally means to change them in a matter of peace. It's motive for a person to even lie and say something which is not true if it's for the sake of peace. As it says, Your father commanded. So the full Pasuk is Baitsavu El Yosef Lemor. They commanded Yosef saying, Your father commanded, the brothers are talking to Yosef after Akalavino dies in the end of Sefer Bracious, and the brothers are concerned that Yosef is going to retaliate, he's going to, um, now that Yaakov is dead, Yosef is going to take out his anger and, and get back at them. So it says that they said, they, comm- they sent a message that the commanding Yosef as, as follows, Avichot Siva, your father, meaning your father at Yaakov, commanded Lifnei Mosa before he died, saying, Ko Somru Yosef, say to Yosef, Ana, please, Sana Pesha Chechem Kirag Malucha. Let it go. Carry, let go the, forgive the, the sin of your brothers and their wrongdoings because they did bad to you. And and, and it's, an, it's, an, it's a longer puzzle, but the idea is that they sent this message to Yosef that your father commanded before he died that, that you should please forgive them. So, and that was not true. As she says, Avichat Siva, your father Yaakov commanded, Yaakov Lot Siva, Elohim Shinu Mipnei Dachishalom. Yaakov indeed did not command, he did not ever command that there should be a message sent to Yosef that he should forgive them. Rather, they changed it, they, they made up this lie because of Dachishalom in order to have peace, in order to keep the peace in the family. So, that is uh, the source for Mutar. Lashanos is mutter to to lie, for shalom. Ramnasan Omer Ramnasan says mitzvah. He says it's a mitzvah to even do so to make shalom. By Shanam, as it says, Vayomer Shmuel Eich Eilech. Shmuel said, "How can I go?" Vashana Shal Vaharagani. Shal will hear and he'll kill me. Pasuk says that after Shmuel said, "I'm not. I, how can I go?" Because Shal is going to kill me. He'll hear them coming. He'll, he'll want to kill me. Hashem said, "Take a calf with you in your hand and say that you're coming to bring a carbon to Hashem." Rashi says, and it says, The same pasuk was just reading that Hashem said, "Take take the uh, calf with you." To, to, to lie. So the story was that that Shmuel was told by Hashem to make David the king. Shaul was the king. Shaul was not going to be happy if his Malchus is being taken away and given to David. So Shmuel realizes that Shaul is going to be very upset about it. So Shmuel says, how can I go to anoint David as king? Shaul is going to, going to hear about my coming and he's going to want to kill me. So Hashem says, as Hashem, as Rashi says, Hashem commanded to lie, and Hashem said, take a calf when you go and say, I'm bringing a carbon, I'm going, I'm coming to bring carbon to Hashem. So he wasn't really coming to bring carbon to Hashem. That was not really his motive, 
but Hashem is instructing him to do this. So it sounds like the Gemara is saying from this pasuk is here it's a mitzvah because Hashem Himself told him to do it, as opposed to the first pasuk that we brought, that Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon brought from Yaakov Avinu. And there, the brothers said, Avichat Siva, the brothers made it up. They're not quoting Hashem. They're saying that this is their own idea, that Avichat Siva, they're claiming that Yaakov commanded when he didn't command. So we're bringing a raya from what the Shvatim said to Yosef, that it's mutter, and, and so that we, we have a proof that it's mutter to, to lie. Here, we're bringing a proof that it's a mitzvah because Hashem himself um, instructed Shmuel to make up something which wasn't true. The Be'er Rabbi Yishmael Tana, the Yeshiva Rabbi Yishmael taught, See how great it is to have peace. That even Hashem changes in it. Even Hashem will make up, will say something as a word which is not true in order for Shalom to make karak. See that in this is another instance of changing, um, of making up, saying something which is not accurate. That originally it's written, My master is old. It's referring to Avram Avinu, that Sarah says, how could I have children? I am so, um, um, the Pasuk says, that she says, Sarah laughed when, when the Malachim came after, after um, the Mila of Avram Avinu, and the Malachim came to visit him in the beginning of Pashas Vayera, so they, one of the Malachim gave the announcement that Sarah is going to have a child. So Sarah laughed, after I'm so old, how am I going to have this child? And my master is old. So she she called Avram Avinu old. And then in the end it says, I am old. The next passage says, Hashem said, And Hashem said to Avram, Why is this that Sarah is laughing, saying, That how can I indeed give birth and I'm old? So really, Sarah never said Aniza Kandi. Sarah said, Sarah, when she was talking about the Zikna, when she was talking about the old age, she referred to her husband, Avram, as being the, the old man the, who's the Zakim. But um, Hashem says that, why is this that Sarah is laughing and saying, I am old? In other words, that Sarah is saying she herself is old. And she never said that. So Hashem made her up in order to um, make shalom between Avram and Sarah so that, so that Avram shouldn't think that Sarah was degrading him in any, any way. Rashi explains this. Vandoni Zakain says Rashi Sarah Amra Lashon Bizoi. Sarah said this, and it's, a, it's actually a degrading language. That the Adoni Zakain, it wasn't being said in a positive way. Says, Rashi says the language of Bizoi. In this context, there was a it's a language of talking about how he's old and weak and 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 uh, not capable of having children. Sometimes Zikna is Zakain is a positive. Um, that's the description of a person like there's a matter it's a, it's a cover it's a, it's a, we, want, we want to give cover to Zikainim but here in, the, in this context she was saying it she says she said it as a language of Bizayim in a degrading way and when Hashem revealed this matter to Avram that Sarah was laughing and Hashem was saying why is she laughing so it says Hashem says, "Why did Sarah laugh? Is this that Sarah laughed and saying that I'm old?" Hashem changed the matter in order to there to be shalom shalom and the bias between Abraham and Sarah. So that is the end of that piece. Now we are in a new Gemara. Rabbi Yochanan Omer 
This is going on the second opinion of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yochan Bracha said that they both have a mitzvah. Both on the man and the woman. Itmar, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Chadamah halachik Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. Chadamah in halachik Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. One says halachik goes like Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. One says halachik does not go like him. We don't know who said what. Tis time, the Gemara says it makes sense. Rabbi Yochanan who, Damah in halacha. That's Rabbi Yochanan who said the halacha is not like Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. In other words, if you say the halacha is not like Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka, you're saying that the halacha is like the Tanakama, and only the man has the mitzvah of Purvu and not the woman. And the Gemara says that we assume it makes sense that Rabbi Yochanan is the one who says the halacha is not like Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. Because Rabbi Abahu was sitting and he was saying in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, halacha. Says Rashi, Mishmei Rabbi Yochanan Halacha Ke Rabbi Yochanan Ben Broka. Was the Gemara not so clear? Rashi adds in these words that Rabbi Abba was saying that Rabbi Yochanan said the Halacha is like Rabbi Yochanan Ben Broka. That's how Rabbi Abba said it. But Ahadrinu Rabbi Ami Rabbi Asi LaApayu, and Rabbi Ami Rabbi Asi turned their backs. Rashi says. They turned their backs because Rabbi Yochanan never ever said this. Rabbi Yochanan never ever said that the halacha is halacha um, Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka, which is what what Rabbi Abba had said, and they said it's not true because Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan holds the opposite. He holds the halacha is not like Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. It says, Rashi continues, They gave him respect, they didn't want to contradict him. They didn't want to say to him, Rabbi Yochanan didn't want to say to Rabbi Abahu directly that you're wrong, and Rabbi Yochanan does not hold of Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka. So they just turned their backs. Um, Rashi, Rashi goes on to explain why they were so careful to give cover to Rabbi Abahu and not even... Or directly oppose him. Rabbi Abba carved the Malchus. Rabbi Abba was close to the king. He was uh, high up in the government. Sanhedrin, like the Gemara says, Sanhedrin and Exubus, two different places. The Mashran that the maidservants of the house of the Kesar, the Caesar, would sing Rabbi Da'ame, the great one of his nation, Madbana Dumse, the the leader of his of his uh, his nation, so that's talking about they would there was it was a description of how they would praise Rabbi Abahu as because he because of his greatness. So because he was carved the Malchus, Rashi says he was close to the king, and he had a high position. Rabbi Ami Nabasi were giving him a certain amount of cover, but you see that they that that since they were saying that Rabbi Yochanan does not hold that they turned their back, they they were saying that Rabbi Yochanan does not hold like Rabbi Yochanan burned broker. So that's the proof. Um, that it was Rabbi Bar Abba who said that the halacha is that Rabbi Yochanan said the halacha is not like Rabbi Yochanan and Baruchah. In other words, instead of Rabbi Abba who being the one saying this, it was Rabbi Amichai Bar Abba who said it. Rabbi Amichai turned their back and to give covered to Rabbi Abba. 
the Gemara says, Amr Papa, Amr Papa says, Bishlam Alman Amar Rebahu. Just a question on the, on this the, these two versions of the story. I understand if it was the one who says it was Rabbi Abahu who said that Rabbi Yochanan said Halacha is not like Rabbi Yochanan Broka. In Bishlam Alman Amar Rebahu Amra, I understand if you hold Rabbi Abahu is the one who said it. Because of the honor of the house of the Caesar, because it was, it was high up in the Caesars, uh, in, in the king's uh, house, they didn't say anything to him directly. They didn't say anything directly to oppose him. They would just turn their backs. According to the second version, according to one who says that was Rabbi Abba who said it, let them say to him, Why didn't they just say to him, Rabbi Yochanan never said this. So he just asked the question that it's easier to understand that they're, being, that they're bending over backwards and they're turning their backs instead of talking directly and opposing him if it's Rabbi Abba, because Rabbi Abba was so hush and so high up in the, king, in the, in the, in the government. But, according, but if, it was, if it was Rabbi Chibar Abba who said that Rabbi Yochanan said this and they were opposing what Rabbi Chibar Abba said, they could have just said directly to him that Rabbi Yochanan never said this. So the Gemara doesn't um, answer that. The Gemara just leaves that as a... As a as a question our Papa uh, presents. The Gemara then asks, My Havi Allah, what is the bottom line? What 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 did um, what's the halacha and what did Rabbi Yochanan say? Because we, we tried to bring we, we just brought a raya that from the fact that Rabbi Basi turned their back, that Rabbi Yochanan holds halacha is not like Rabbi Yochanan Baka. So the Gemara wants no more proof. Tashima let's bring a proof to Amr Rabbi Acha Barchanina, Amr Rabbi Abba, Amr Rabbi Asi Again, it's Rabbi Yochanan. There was a story in front of Yochanan. In a shul in Kesari. And Rabbi Yochanan said he should send her out, divorce her, and give a ksuba. What's going on here? Look at Rashi. There was a story of and she was demanding of him, Legarsha, to divorce her, the because she didn't have children. So we're coming to bring up proof about whether the woman has the mitzvah of Purvu as well, or is it only on the man? In other words, is halacha like Tanakama that halacha is only on the mitzvah is only on the man to have Purvu, or is the halacha like Rav Yochanan ben Broka that the, that the Purvu is a mitzvah on both man and woman? We're bringing up proof from a case that like Rashi says that she was Tovea. The man she was she was demanding divorce because she didn't have children. So the vantage point we were always talking about the last stop was that that the man has to marry again, the man has to divorce, the man has to produce. Here it's saying that the woman was coming with a claim that she wanted a divorce because she wanted to have children, she wasn't able to have children. So let's say she was married, let's say it would be like the case that she was married for X amount of years, maybe it was ten years, whatever it was, maybe it was less than ten years. She's claiming she wants a divorce. And and Aksuba. and Rabbi Yochanan said that Yosef eating Ksuba, he should, he should divorce her and give, and give her Ksuba. The Mifkada says the Gemara, if you hold that a woman is not commanded Ksuba Mayavita, why would she be getting a Ksuba? So if if she's not commanded, so then she doesn't have. It sounds like the Gemara is saying that she doesn't. If she's not commanded, she doesn't have um, a really good claim. 
so that she needs to marry someone else, and she needs and she, she can't be married to two people, and only a man can be married to multiple women, or a woman can only be married to one man. So if she is not commanded, she doesn't have a claim to be able to say that I have to get out of this marriage because I have to marry someone else in order to have children. So therefore, it must be that she was commanded, that she is commanded on Purugu, and that's why Rabbi Yochanan um, gave said Yotzi So it would come out that from, then it would be a proof that Rabbi Yochanan in this from this story of Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan held like Rabbi Yochanan Broka. Then indeed she is Chayev in Purugu, which was the opposite of what we were bringing before in the, from the story where they where the Rabbi and Abasi turn their back. That's what Gemara thinks. The Gemara thinks we see from here that Rabbi Yochanan holds that she is Mitzvah Purugu. Tosos asked the Kasha that this seems to contradict the Gemara we learned on Samatah last week. So look at Tosos to Ramasal V'i. Now, the Gemara says it would seem to be from here that it must be that she is commanded. And that's why she can claim it. She can claim her Ksuba. And that's why Rabbi Yochanan is saying says the Gemara of Duma Baba Machmas Taina. The Gemara says it's not a proof. Maybe really she's not commanded. She doesn't have a mitzvah of Purbu, but she's coming with a particular Taina, with a particular claim. It's like the case of a woman, there was a woman who was coming who came in front of Rav Ami, Rashi says, Garsha, and she was again demanding of her husband to divorce her, and she said to her husband, give me a ksuba, and he said to her, go, you're not commanded. So the man said, you don't have the mitzvah, only I have the mitzvah, so I don't have to give you a ksuba. So, um, she said to him, so let's see Rashi here. He said to her, Lo Rashi says, the Imrotza at Latseis in Lachsuba. If you want to go out, I don't, you don't get a Ksuba. In other words, he's saying, I don't want to divorce you. You want to, if you want to go out, then you, I'm not going to give you a Ksuba. You won't get a Ksuba. And then she says, she retorts back to him, give me a Ksuba. Because Misibu Dila, Rashi says, from in her old age, what's going to be on her? In other words, uh, the hach itzav. This one, she's referring to herself in third person. What's going to happen in her old, her old age? To have some support in her in her in her old age, either she needs money or she wants to have children so that she can have children to take care of her in her, old, in her old age. She's coming with a claim that she's helpless and she's vulnerable and she needs something in her old age. So that kind of kind of taina, the Gemara seems to be saying that even though she's not commanded in Purugu, and it's not because she has a mitzvah Purugu, it's that she, she can demand divorce and demand aksuba, but she's she's coming with a taina um, that because of her vulnerability and her old age, and she needs help, that's why she needs she wants divorce and she wants aksuba. So the Gemara says, ki, uh, am, am, ki, he said, Ami said, it's like something like this, we definitely would force. So this is enough of a grounds that she says she needs to, she needs to she needs divorce and she needs ksuba that we would force the man to give a ksuba. So the Gemara is, it says um, so we're back to the original. We don't have a proof from here that Rabbi Yochanan holds that a woman is mitzvah that she has a mitzvah of purubu because really it could be she doesn't have a mitzvah purubu but she still has a has a right to get ksuba and and get divorced because of what she's saying that. Because of her old age.
That's what Rashi says. There was a woman who came in front of Rav Nachman. She said, he said to her, you're not commanded. So seemingly it was a similar type of story where she came in front of Nachman and she wanted to, she wanted her husband to divorce her. She didn't have children. And Nachman said, you're not commanded, so it's not your mitzvah, so you can't, you can't demand the divorce and, and you can't demand ksuba. And she said to him, Doesn't this woman need, referring to herself in third person, a staff for her hand, and a shovel for burial? In other words, Rashi says, A tree, a piece of wood that she could, a staff that she could lean on it at the time of her old age, and if she will die, he will bury her. So in other words, she wants someone who she can lean on. She wants someone that when she's old, she wants a child that when she's old will take care of her and she'll be able to lean on that child and that child will, if she dies, will bury her. So that's why she's claiming. She's claiming she wants to get married to someone else and she wants divorce from this guy and she wants to get her ksuba so that she can marry someone else so that she can have children, not because of the mitzvah of, of Purubu, but because of a time the woman calls this taina, that she wants help, she's, and she's helpless. Amar kiha, and Nachman said, kiha, in such a case like this, vada kafina, we surely would, would force. So the fascinating thing, the Gemara is saying that this would, would be a grounds to force divorce and to force him to pay a ksuba. Yehuda v'chizkiah to umim hayu, the Gemara says, uh, story: Yehuda and Chizkiah were were twins. Echad nigmalatzurasalas of Tisha. One of them, his uh, form of his body was finished after nine months. Echad nigmalatzurasalatchilas Shiva. One of them, his form was was finished in the beginning of seven months. So they were developed the develop, development in the womb. The same um, speed, but they were twins. Yehudis Tuvesu Leda. Yehudis, the wife of Rabchia, had a, a lot of pain in childbirth. She gave birth, I guess, to a child or children, and she had a lot of Leda. Shanaim Mana, she changed her clothes, but and she came in front of Rabchia, her own husband. She disguised herself, she wore clothes so that she so that he wouldn't recognize her. She came in front of Amra, and she said, "It's a mifkada pribya. Is a woman commanded a purbu? So this is the relevance of, of Tar Gemara. She wants to know. She asked her husband Ashayla. He didn't know it was his own wife. Is a woman commanded to have to, to, to have children? Amar Allah said to her, "Lo, no." So Rabbi Chia was passing like the Tanakama. He says to her, "She, you're not commanded." Asla. She went and she drank a uh, drink that makes a woman barren, and to make to make it that she wouldn't be able to have children, because she had such tzaraleda, and evidently in the past that she felt like she couldn't handle it, so she made sure that she not, she drank this thing that she's not going to be to be able. To milsa, in the end, it became the matter became revealed. Rebchia figured out, it became revealed to him that what is that it was it was his wife and that his wife had his wife had drank this Sama Dakarta and the whole thing. Allah, he said to her, Rashi says it means if only it would be that you didn't drink, 
and you would give birth to me another uh, karis, another shnei um, banim, another uh, another two children, because Gemara is going to say that she used to have twins. So he would say, he 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 said he was lamenting. If only you wouldn't have drank the kosekra and you wouldn't have drank the this potion, this thing which makes you in, uh, not able to be to become pregnant, and then you would be able to give birth another karis, another another pair of. Of, of of children, the Amar Mar, as the Master said, Yehuda v'Chizkia Acha, Yehuda v'Chizkia, and Pazi v'Tave, also names of people Achavasa. They were two sisters. Rashi says Achavasa to almost uh, twin girls, Uvenosav Hayu, and they were his daughters. So they were those were his daughters. So we see that he had daughters. And I believe Yehuda and Chizkiya also were sons of Abichia. So, so he he was saying that he wishes that he she had not had drank that um, that the potion. The Gemara asks on the top of the page of Elul Mifkidi is is are they are, is it true that they're not commanded that this that Abichia just verified that Abichia said that they're not commanded Abichia passing like the Tanakama is it is it so? Achabar of Katina Amar of Yitzchak didn't Rav Achabar Katina say the name of Yitzchak? Ma'isa Bisha Achas. There was a story of the woman, one woman who was half maid servant and half a free woman. The Kafos Rabban they forced her master, he made her into a Baschorin. So Rashi says, the master who owned this half Shivcha, half Baschorin, he he they forced him to to free her. To make her Baschorin today. So that she'll be permitted to marry. And from the fact that we forced her master, Alma Mifkida must be she is commanded. So the Gemara is going along with the same thinking that it says about Chatsi Evan Chatsi Ben And if there's a man, a servant who's half servant, half free, the Mishnah says in Gittin that it's an impossible situation because he has Puravu, he has a mitzvah of Puravu, and uh, he can't marry anyone because because he's half Jewish and half slave. So he can't marry a Jew, a Jew because of the half-slave in him, and he can't marry a maidservant because of the half-Jew. So he can't marry anyone, so the, the, the mission says that they, but everyone came to the conclusion at the end of the, of the, of the story over there, that they have a, has to, that they, they, they can force, the Bezim can force him, because he, it's not a good situation to be that he can't have children. So here the Gemara is bringing a Maisa with the, uh, the, the same thing, but on the female side, that the, this woman was a was a maid servant. She was half half servant, half and half free free woman. And they forced uh, the the master to make her into a baschar. So it must be that she has a misapuravu. Um, so Amar Nachum by Yitzchak, the Gemara says, or Nachum Yitzchak answers that's not a proof because many hefker naguba. There was a practice of hefker, so it's really like hefker literally means ownerless. But they were they were acting with her inappropriately, and it was a bad situation to be in. In her as as a half half uh, woman, and therefore they made her free so that she wouldn't be she wouldn't be viewed as being a hefker like an like an object that anyone could, could to take and use as they wish. Rashi says, because she wasn't able to get married because of the situation that she couldn't get married to anyone because she was half half. She would make herself like ownerless and available to anyone to have relations with her. people would sin with her. So, therefore, they forced the master to free her. We'll stop here.